Hey, this is Royce from Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Are you in the market trying to find a great gift and not sure what to do? Why don't you check out my friends at Artisans Woodwork 73? They are your one-stop shop for all of your wood needs. They do handmade cutting boards, cheese boards, stovetop covers, you name it, he can make it. So won't you check them out, artisanswoodwork73.com. And if you use the promo code, hashtag Jesus and a Cup of Joe, you can get up to 10% off your order. Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, I want to welcome all of you to Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to spend it with me. I hope and pray you're having a fantastic day. you got your great cup of Joe, and you're ready to go. So today's episode, I want to look at knowing Jesus versus knowing about Jesus. Because there's many in the world today that claim to know about Jesus. There are thousands who could tell you about Jesus. In fact, they could tell you the Bible verses that they've memorized. They could tell you the churches they have attended. They can tell you all of these facts about our Lord and Savior. But they do not have that personal relationship, that, that intimate relationship to the point to where they can tell you truly about Jesus. See, there are many that will prophesize in his name, and they do it today. There's many on television that claim to be pastors of, of mega churches that will tell you motivational speeches, some feel-good speeches, and lead you astray, thinking that you're hearing the gospel when in fact all you're hearing is a watered-down version that will cause more harm than good. There are many, like I said, that knows Jesus. They, they claim to know him because they know the scriptures. Over in the book of Acts, this is recorded to, to prove my point, and this is found over in Acts 19. This is where Paul is performing miracles by casting out demons and giving uh, the world a glimpse of Jesus and what Jesus is about. And he was on a mission, and he was moving, and he was doing all of these things. But there was a... Uh, there was a prophet, or I'm sorry, a chief priest who had several sons who were going around casting out these evil spirits. And seeing the success that Paul had had by casting out these demons, the son became, came up with this new formula on invoking the name of Jesus because they found out, hey, this is lucrative. Because they would go up to these demons, and I want you to pay close attention to what I'm about to say. They would go to these demons and they would say, in the name of Jesus, who Paul preaches, I command you to come out. In the name of Jesus, who Paul preaches, I command you to come out. Can somebody please tell me what is wrong with that statement? How can you sit there Claim to know Jesus when you are talking about in the name of Jesus who Paul preaches. Like, you don't have this personal relationship with him. You're just working off of this guy who's having success. Well, guess what? This backfired on him. Because there was a demon they were trying to cast out who refused to come out. And this is what he said to them. 
Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. But who are you? And they said that the demon uh, turned on them viciously and jumped and overpowered them, gave them such a beating that they ran out of the house naked and bleeding. Because they did not know Jesus personally. I truly believe if they had that personal relationship, that intimate relationship with him, I believe it may have turned out different. But you can't go rolling in there saying, hey, I'm going to do this miracle in the name of of Jesus who Royce knows or who Tommy knows or who somebody else knows because I don't know him versus what some of the disciples were doing when they said, when they were casting out and performing miracles in the name of Jesus, period. I hope you understand and following what I'm saying. Having a relationship with Jesus is very important. Having a personal, intimate relationship is very important. Not having that is detrimental to us because it's more than just our life on this earth that hangs in a balance. It's your very own soul. Because if we don't know Jesus and we don't accept him as our Lord and Savior, hell is our home for eternity. Like I said, there's thousands who know about him. They know all the facts, but they don't know anything personally about him. Jesus explained the problem of the people in their hearts in Matthew 15, 8, 9. It says, These people will honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far away from me. They will worship me in vain. Their teachings are merely human rules. And we see this more and more today. We see this more and more today where people have created so many rules on doing this and doing that and so many branches of religions and and all of this that it is crazy in this world. Who would ever thought, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm trying not to digress, but who would ever think in your mind that you would ever see the day that you would see a church of Satan? Did you ever think you would ever see the day that you would have a Satan club inside of a school system? Just yesterday, and I promise I'll I'll get back on topic, but just yesterday, listening to the radio coming home, I listened to a gentleman by the name of Eric Erickson. He's out of Macon, Georgia. He's actually syndicated all over the U.S. Um, and he's on what they call WSB Radio 95.5 here in Atlanta. And he was dis- describing this promotional video that the L.A. Dodgers has supported. And what he was describing was two men who were dressed as nuns, but dressed in uh, scandalous like clothing, um, you know, thongs and stuff of this nature, was dry humping or grinding on a cross that had a figure of Jesus on it and making lewd, suggestive uh, moves on 
this representation of Jesus. Now, I know that has nothing to do with knowing Jesus and knowing about Jesus, but I had to bring this to your attention today because, ladies and gentlemen, let's look at the evil that's in the world. Take the blinders off for for heaven's sake and see what is around us. Look at the garbage that's in the world today that's penetrated into our school systems, that's getting into our young kids' minds, that is taking them and moving them in the wrong direction. And we, as believers and followers of Christ, we are doing nothing about it. Or if we do, we're giving it lip service, just like Jesus said. They will honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They will worship me in vain, and their teachings are merely human rules. That is the truth today. Truth today is we honor Jesus with our lips because our actions don't align. There are some churches that are out there and they're doing fantastic work. They are, they are going through the trials and tribulations and they are holding true to the word of God. And there are many Christians that are out there going through the same. And there's a lot going through uh, persecution right now. But the ones who claim to know Jesus that only know about him or the ones that are out here leading our children and leading our people astray. And it's more important today than I've ever seen it before for us to get off the sidelines and start doing something about it. Because I guarantee guarantee you these people who know about Jesus could not tell you anything about Romans 9.10, which says if you confess in, with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You must believe that Jesus is Lord and that he was risen from the dead. The reason he died was to pay for our sins because him, he himself bore our sins on his body, on the cross, that we may die, that we may not die in the sin, but live in the righteousness. And by his wounds, we have been healed. See, the world can prophesize. The world, like I said, can tell you everything in the world about the Bible. They can tell you everything front and back, but they don't have that relationship with them. They do not know Jesus as their personal savior. They know Jesus as a figure. And some people will tell you that Jesus was a was a great character in a in a really great book. Um, he was a great man who done he done great things. He was a great prophet. He was this, he was that. Because nobody will want to admit that he is the Son of God. Nobody wants to admit that he is still alive today. Nobody wants to admit that he is still the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Like I said, I had a feeling this episode today, I would start to digress and it's probably about to happen. But I can tell you this, he's still in charge. Where the world wants to be in charge and they don't want to have a relationship with Jesus because if they have a relationship with Jesus, they have to acknowledge that he's alive. Why? If I can have everything on this earth and I have all these earthly pleasures and I have pleasures of the flesh, why should I listen to the Spirit? 
Why should I follow this man named Jesus that died for me? Who cares if he died for me? I got everything I need right here on this earth. That's what people say. Me, on the other hand, I used to know about Jesus until I come to know Jesus. I spend most of my uh, teenage years and some of my young adult years as a lost person, not knowing Jesus. I knew about him. I knew about him. I read, I read the scriptures. I read the Bible. I knew about him. I watched the movies. I knew about him. But I didn't have a personal relationship with him. I didn't have a personal relationship with him until I came to meet him one Sunday morning. One Sunday morning at a little old country church where Jesus and I met. And I believe to me it was the first time I was truly meeting Jesus. And I still remember the words I said. I remember on my knees crying, saying, Jesus, I know I'm lost. I know I'm going to hell. I know I am a terrible person, but here I am. Please save me. That's exactly what I said. I begged Jesus to save me. Please save me. I know that and I said this, I know you're the only way that I could get to heaven. You're the only way that I can have peace. And I got up and all of the pressures of the things that I was feeling that morning was gone. Everything I was feeling in my life was gone. I literally felt like a brand new person. I know people say that all the time. I honestly, I got up and I felt like a new man. There was no weights on me. There was no pressure of anything. I honestly felt like I just was alive. And that's what it's about, being reborn. When we trust in Jesus, we become a part of his family. We've been given eternal life. If you look at John 3.16, it sums it up. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, for whoever believed in him would never perish, but have every eternal, uh, eternal life. This life includes eternity with Jesus in heaven, and, the, and it is available for you and anyone who wants to believe in Jesus. We have so many people today that worship everything under the sun but they just won't worship the sun and I'm not talking about the one that's up in the sky that's bright I'm talking about the only son Jesus God's only son he went to the cross for you and I he died to to take the sins that we were supposed to get he took it upon himself and paid for it Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 explains how salvation is the result of God's goodness. For by grace you have been saved through faith. This is not of your own doing, but this is a gift of God, not a result of works, so no one may boast. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. Because knowing Jesus and salvation is not based on what we do, but knowing Jesus starts with having faith in him and having a continued relationship with him. 
that was always rooted in our faith. The Bible says step out on faith. We got to have that faith. We have to have the faith to move. Jesus loves us, I'm telling you. Jesus loves us. Because Jesus, to know him, to have that relationship with him, he tells us one of the greatest commandments, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength. Because it's very hard to love somebody that you don't know, right? But loving him starts with surrendering to his plan for your life. That's what makes him Lord of your life. The nature of God is so vast and complex that humans cannot fully understand and know everything about him. But life is, is about continually seeking him and learning more and more about him and enjoying his fellowship. So I'll go back to the question I asked you at the beginning. How many of you know Jesus? How many of you know about Jesus? And so now I'll ask the new question. How many of you want to know Jesus? How many of you want to know about this man named Jesus and have this relationship with him? Because you can today. You can today. And it can start right here at this very moment with a prayer, turning your life over to the Lord and surrendering everything to him. So as I get ready to close up this episode, I want to close with a prayer. You don't have to repeat this prayer to be saved because there is no one prayer that you have to say for salvation. All you have to do is come with a humble heart and have faith and turn it all over to to Jesus. But I wanted to wrap up this episode today with a prayer. Heavenly Father, I realize that I'm a sinner and I can never reach heaven on my own. Right now, I place my faith in Jesus Christ, the the God's son who, who who raised from the dead, who gives me eternal life. Forgive me of my sins and help me live for you. Thank you for accepting me and giving me eternal life. For all of this, I ask in your precious holy name. Amen. I'm not telling you to repeat this prayer. I'm not telling you that this prayer is going to save you. I'm not saying any of that. I'm simply saying you come with a broken heart, turn it over to Jesus, and give it to him. He will come into your life. He will save you if you are truly wanting to be saved. Just as I read out of Ephesians 2, 8, 9, for by grace you have been you have you have been saved through faith. It's not of your own doing, but it's a gift of God, not a result of your works that no one may boast. And also remember John 3.16. But salvation all leads to...
to confessing with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. So, that is today's episode. That is what I wanted to share with you guys. I hope and pray that you got something out of it. I hope and pray that maybe something through the scriptures that was read may be piercing on your heart and letting you know, hey, maybe there's a little more that needs to be done. Maybe you need to do this. Maybe you need to listen to this. I don't know. That's between you and God. All right. So, but thank you so much for listening. And so now I want to draw your attention to a Substack. Substack is a online platform that allows uh, writers and, and bloggers and stuff of this nature to write. And one of the postings that are on there is entitled The Bad Christian and is written by a friend of mine named Josh Griffith out of uh, Tennessee. And the reason he started writing um, this was not only does he have some questions, but it's been a lot of questions circulating around about if I do this, does this make me a bad person? If I do this, does this make me a bad Christian? Or if I do that? And he started writing, and I, I was I was very uh, intrigued with his writing and the style of his writing because he was asking questions. He was asking questions that everyday people have to ask, and I've never really paid much attention to it. You know, and he, he gets down to the to the the root of a lot of things when he's talking. Like one of his articles was talking about, um, like worshiping God in, in sports and how we allow sports to take over our lives a lot of times. And just like I, I mentioned today with knowing about Jesus, the the sports figures and, and all of that, it's we we follow and, and in a sense worship these people. And then he wanted to know, does is this a sin because I'm am I truly taking away things from God? And it, to me, it made a lot of sense. So if you get a chance, definitely take a look at that. Like I said, it's on Substack, and it's called The Bad Christian. And one of the things I plan on doing here, um, you've probably heard me mention this in other episodes, but um, I want to bring him on the show. I want to take one of his, his articles, one of his writings, and I want to examine it with him. I want to take it apart, not to not to humiliate him. This is not a humiliation. This is not a, a bad thing. But I want to take what he's written, and I want it to come from his own words and tell us, this is what I was thinking when I was writing this. Because what I want to do then is go, okay, let's look at this. Let's look at it scripturally. Let's look at what the Bible says about what you're asking and kind of compare. Compare and contrast. Because I believe... Out of all my loyal listeners that I have, not only on this podcast, but on the Wisdom platform, there's a lot of people that have questions every day. Um, just recently on the Wisdom, I was asked by a young man who came on the show for a few minutes and was talking, and he was confused about the Bible when it talks about Jesus being the, the, the firstborn of the dead. And I know that that is mentioned in the book of Revelation, um, but 
the questions that he had was was very good questions. And I told him I did not have an answer at that particular time that I would research it and I will be getting back with him. And so that's what it's about. Because you know what? As believers and followers of of Jesus and being Christians, we need to challenge each other. We need to ask the tough questions. We're never going to know it all. I mean, God only knows everything. We, we can't even fully understand and grasp because, I mean, we're only using a very small portion of our brain, according to scientists. So we have a, we have a lot of brain that we've never tapped into. Just like scientists are still trying to figure out the universe and they're trying to figure out all this other stuff. Well, here's the thing. God will reveal it all in his time. And that's where the problem lies because everybody's time is more important than God's. And that's where I tell people that they're wrong. So that's what I'm hoping to do. And we'll see how it works out. I'm still uh, talking with him. We're kind of working that out. But as soon as we find out something, I will definitely let you guys know. Um, one of the best ways to keep up with, with us here at Jesus in a Cup of Joe is either through our website, jesusinacupofjoe.com, or subscribe, follow, and share. Subscribe to the podcast, follow us on our social media pages, and share us with your friends and family, okay? So if you go to the jesusinacupofjoe.com, if you go to our website, you're going to find the homepage, which has all of um, the episodes of the podcast and just various information. Then you'll see a merchandise store, You'll see our sponsors and affiliate. You'll see the uh, Beyond the 12, which is my blog page, which I am um, getting up and going. Um, contact me and a follow. Of course, there is a donation button. If you like what you hear about this podcast and about this ministry, please think about donating. If you're unable to donate because finances and, and given the current uh, economic uh, standings of the world that we're in today, I fully understand. But if you if you can give and you feel like giving, by all means, please do, because everything that is that is taken in from donations go to not only keep this ministry going, but it also helps local uh, charities and local community charities that's going on because as a side note, one of the biggest issues that I see is we have programs for almost everything in the world, but I see a lot of homeless veterans on the streets in and around my state that I live in. And it breaks my heart because as a veteran, it breaks my heart. I know some of this could have been prevented, but a majority of this is they just need the help. Just like Jesus and the Cup of Joe, we're proud supporters of Mission 22 in uh, Stop Soldier Suicide. We're proud supporters of that for the simple fact is suicide is on a rampage. The numbers are still going up, not only for our veterans, but for our public safety members and for uh, just people in the communities. It's, it's constantly going up. And so I, I try to draw attention to that. I try to bring this into the, the, the spotlight and say, here's a problem. Here's a problem. 
if you look at the news today, honestly, if you look at the news today, you will see that there's a lot of evil in this world. And it's going to take more and more of us to keep pressing and preaching the gospel to allow the light to shine out in a dark world. So, But like I said, if you feel like you want to support, by all means, please do. If you don't, I fully understand. Um, I will tell you, Beyond the Twelve is a creation. It's a blog creation page that I started for the simple fact is I thought about it and it came to me. Um, you know, Matthew 28, 19, very familiar scripture. It says, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. We need to do and work beyond the 12, beyond the 12 disciples. That's what we need to do. That's what we should strive to do. And that's what it's about. It's about working beyond what the, what the 12 did. And that's what I plan on doing. So if you want to subscribe to the blog page, it's 100% free. Just uh, you can follow the links through jesusandacupofjoe.com. I will tell you there's a group page and a forum page there. And what I want is I want it to be a safe place for people to come and just share. Because we have posts from entertainment posts to faith, family, marriage, parenting, and more. So I'm trying to get a variety of, of writers to come in and, and share their thoughts with all of us. And it allows the community to grow. So it's about teaching of Jesus, informing readers about our ever-changing world. That is beyond the 12. All right? So check it out if you get a chance. By all means, please check it out. Subscribe, follow, and share. Do all of that. And thank you so much for uh, listening today and for supporting us. And as always, and remember, you always start your day with Jesus and a cup of joe. God bless. Have you ever heard of Substack? Substack is a network base that allows writers, podcasters, musicians, and various people to come together and collaborate and share their ideas with the world. I personally, here at Jesus in a Cup of Joe, I subscribe to The Bad Christian. It's a wonderful read, and I invite all of you to do that. So why don't you go over to Substack.com, look up The Bad Christian, and tell them that Jesus in a Cup of Joe sent you.